Ever wonder how many times you have resonated with someone else's story? Let's talk about that. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Jose Mota. I want to start by sharing a story of my own. A couple years back, I was tasked to deliver a presentation about a product that I was implementing at the company. I had to share my insights on how to develop a certain feature in a digital product. How did I go on about that and deliver a message that every single person would understand? You know, not just developers or designers, you know, technical people. I also had to ensure that stakeholders and business owners and product developers also understood the message. So I had to come up with a story, a narrative that would help them understand and just kind of tag along with what I was telling. Instead of just going on with technical terms and all of that, I took a different approach. I raised the level of my presentation to the point that any person would understand where I was going with. I wanted technical people to understand how I did things, but I also wanted business people to understand what exactly is that I did or the team did and what value we ended up bringing with the implementation of that feature. To accomplish both of the objectives, I focused on a main storyline that would be understood by everyone, and then every once in a while, when I absolutely had to give some details on the implementation, I would do so without going either too deep or too shallow in those details. At the end of my presentation, everyone was really happy to understand the value that we brought up to the business, as well as the technical insights and innovation that we brought up to the team. The two objectives were completed successfully and people gave us a really nice pat on the back. But only a couple weeks ago, I noticed something different. I've talked to a product developer that told me, you know, there's something about that story that you told before that made me think you're not the ordinary developer. Usually developers and engineers are relatively introvert and they don't always deliver the best story. But you, on the other hand, managed to pull it off and I was really happy to understand what it was that you were doing and how you were doing it. He congratulated me on the effort and I realized only a couple weeks ago that the story that I told two years or three years back was something that marked him for all this time. Telling a story is not just spitting out words about yourself. It takes a significant amount of effort to pull it off and to have people understand the story and extrapolate their own findings into their own situation. If you tell a story and people don't relate to it, you'd be better off not telling it at all. It takes a solid goal and a perfect context too. Usually in the context of the workplace, telling a story has a purpose. And it's a great tool to frame a context in which you wanna teach something or bring a moral value or a lesson altogether. When you use storytelling to do so, you rely on a couple of basic principles to make it effective and to turn people on their head. So what is exactly that makes a good story? I've drawn a couple of conclusions by reading a couple of articles, I'm actually gonna link them to you, that really resonated. So here are five really simple tips on what makes a good story. The first one is it needs to have a clear purpose. 
If you tell a story that doesn't go anywhere, it just doesn't work. There's no point in telling a story without a purpose, without a meaning, a consequence. Usually, stories mean to provide a context that people can relate to and learn from. If they don't learn anything new from the story, then probably it's not a good story at all. Number two is it needs to have some sort of connection. There's no point in telling a story that doesn't relate. Again, it doesn't bring any value and worst of all, people are not going to be interested. Usually the brain shifts attention to something that's personal to someone else. If you tell a story about yourself or someone that's close to you, maybe uh, a family member or a colleague or a superior, your leader or something, that brings attention because it connects you. And it makes the story more enticing too. So people will look forward to getting more details. Think of it as gossip, that little lizard brain that wants to know about the other person. Number three, it has to be relatable. A good story allows people to extrapolate their own context from the story that you're telling. That is, in my point of view, the most important part of a good story. People will take the story that you're telling and they will think, that really resonates within me. I can relate this character in the story to some character that I have in my life. Or maybe that person was me and I identify myself within one of the characters. I feel like the storyline is the same or very close to it. If I start shifting the characters in the story with my own, maybe I'll get a similar outcome. So this is the phenomenon of the click. Certain events in the storyline click within your listeners. And that is the true trigger of success in a good story. At least I think it is so. The fourth aspect of a good story is a decent level of detail. Remember, people are not in your head, so they won't understand every single detail, so they won't interpret the story as you are telling them, unless of course you give enough detail and context for them to understand the moral or the objective of your story. So give them enough context, enough details that will be pertinent to interpreting the story. And number five, and this is something that can definitely take some practice, it is the pacing or the structure of the story. If you tell a story without good vocal inflections or the body language just doesn't hit it, it bores the listener. So make the message enticing by using vocal techniques, inflections and going up and down in your pitch and body language as well. Use your hands, your arms, move around in the stage. Of course, if you're talking about a presentation that's done on a digital product, so like a video conference or something, body language won't do you close to anything. But using your voice to highlight certain parts of the story, that will do you a lot better than just going monochord with no intonation whatsoever truly makes a difference and it did so in that story that I told you before. Remember that the message itself, the narrative, the story is not enough on its own. It needs to have your own print. You need to put your emotions into it. Otherwise people won't connect. They might as well read a blog article or something or in a book that would suffice. 
there is no need for you to be there to tell the story. Be yourself, be genuine, and put your energy into the story. Good storytelling is the manifestation of eloquence and overall perspective. When you tell a good story, it means that you have lived your life to the point of wanting to share it or being worthy of sharing. That is a good analysis that you can take from someone who tells good stories. And the fact that you can tell a good story means that you know what you're talking about. It means that you know how to express yourself and furthermore, you know how to turn things from a real example into a nice story that people can interpret easily. That is something that not many people can do. Whoever does that well is someone who is extremely competent and knows his way in many different scenarios in life and the workplace. I may have succeeded back then, but who knows, that was just a lucky shot. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This has been episode 4 on storytelling. Be sure to stay tuned next week on Jose Modenat slash podcast. Talk to you soon.